Psycho was the first film to feature a toilet flushing. Welcome to Sofa Spuds History. I'm Lynette. Yes, you are. You're not a wifey. No. Wait, who the fuck are you? I don't know. Do you that have was a, a long time ago. Do you have a name? Yeah, Dickhead. Is that is that going to be your official well, name on this podcast? Flying for Richard. Richard. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, Tater Tots. I uh, we've uh, strayed a little bit from the norm here, and <laughs> I have a guest host okay. on the podcast today. This is Richard. Hi. He's my significant other. Well, significant-ish. Yeah, he's significant-ish. I mean, yeah. you know, I'll keep him for a while. Yeah. I love him very much. Uh, you may have heard uh, in the last episode, uh, he made an appearance. Or rather, uh, the toilet did. Yes. On his behalf. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it works out that way. So you already really know who he is. And I like to tell little anecdotes about him. <laughs> so. Now you're finally meeting him in the flesh. Sort of. Not well, really. In, yeah. in the audio realm. In the audio world, not in the flesh. Yeah. You can't meet him in the flesh. He's mine. No. Well, it depends on how much money there is. Yeah, there's no money in podcasting. Well, if they're going to pay me, though. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. They're oh, you mean the, the you mean the, yeah. the tater tots? Yeah. Let me just tell you something right now, because Richard loves tater tots. Um, I don't know if he like actually loves each and every one of you yet, but in general, he loves tater tots. And he doesn't even eat them with ketchup, so that's how much he loves tater tots. Right, honey? Yeah. 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 Tater tots is good. Yeah. He just had some yesterday. And today. Oh, that's right. You had the leftovers. Yes. Awesome. Well, so today, what I thought I would do, because wifey is, um, wifey's very busy. She's, you know, she's off doing her thing. She's working way too much, and she has a broken car. And all the things. So I thought, rather than keep the uh, keep the tater tots gassing for a while, I thought I'd put in a little mini bonus episode for you guys. Uh, so today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Hollywood. And we're going to talk about Hollywood facts. And we're just going to give some little snippets on things that you may or may not know. Some interesting things. Some weird things, maybe. Some unusual things. And we're just going to see how it goes. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, it sounds doable. And we're also not um, we're not going to be doing a food segment this episode, <laughs> um, so you guys can just like use your imagination. So uh, I guess without any further ado, here we go. Okay, so you love movies. Sometimes. Yeah. You love a lot of different kinds I of do. movies. I watch just about everything, yes. And you and I quite often like to share all those little weird snippety things about stuff that we know about movies, actors. We can't really usually remember their names, but we can usually talk about it. Hey, that well, was the guy. Yeah, exactly. So that was the guy who was in the thing, and you know what else he did? Uh, he did this and he did that. And there's going to be one that you already know about in here, at least one, probably more than but there is, I know for a fact that there's one you already know about. Um, but the first person, uh, the first fact that I wanted to talk about is about a person. I wanted to talk about a little bit about Harold Lloyd. Do you know who Harold Lloyd is, hon? Isn't that the guy from Back to the Future? 
that's Christopher. That's Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. No, no and I don't know who Harold Lloyd is. So Harold Lloyd was <laughs> one of the one of the famous actors of like the silent film era. So think Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton. He was one of those. And he was actually a lot more prolific than either one of those. He made more movies than either one of those guys. Okay. Um, I was actually pretty obsessed with him when I was a teenager because I grew up on PBS and they had this, uh, you know, this documentary about him and he was amazing. Uh, you can look him up online, Tater Tots. He basically, you know, he looks like a silent movie star with the, uh, the sort of silent movie star makeup type of thing. But his general look was he wore a nice suit. And he had these big round glasses and he had a straw hat and that was his general look. And instead of being like Charlie Chaplin, who was like his, his character was the tramp uh, or like Buster Keaton, his character sort of like a lot of Pratt Folly stuff, a lot of mm-hmm. things like that. Harold Lloyd did a lot of like chase scenes and a lot of like action sequences and a lot of like, you know, bite your fingernails, sit on the edge of your seat kind of stuff, at least for the time. And if you look him up, most likely the image that's going to come up first is a famous iconic image of him uh, hanging from a clock. Did you ever see that? That old fashioned picture? Yeah, that's Harold Lloyd. Did remake of that on Shanghai Nights. Oh, did they? Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. You told me about that while we were watching it. Yes. And then I probably talked your ear off about Harold Lloyd. You did. You usually do, but yes. Yeah, I totally did. So uh, that was Harold Lloyd. And he actually did most of his own stunts. And a lot of the a lot of the cool thing about his movies, too, which was different. I mean, the, the industry was still learning. But what was really different about his movies is his the cinematography. He had some people working for him that really, they kind of pushed the envelope when it came to using perspective to create special effects. So that scene, for instance, when he's hanging from the clock, I mean, he's really not that high up. Now that makes sense to us today, because obviously there, you know, when you watch a movie, most of the time, if somebody's hanging from something, you know, there's a mattress underneath, but this was an amazing thing in the twenties and and whatever, thirties, twenties and thirties. So um, they also did a famous iconic scene in San Francisco and San Francisco, of course, known for their big hills, big steep hills. So they decided to film a couple in this romantic scene at the top of the hill and film it in such a way that it looked like they were sort of way up on a tall building. So you could see like a, a, a vista in the distance and thinking, wow, they must be really high up somewhere. So pretty cool stuff. I don't know how impressive it would be to like the younger tater tots, but I'm very impressed. But the thing, <laughs> um, the thing I want to talk about with Harold Lloyd um, is the time that he, um, almost died, blew up his hand. That's awesome. Yeah. So what happened was he was already getting sort of famous. Um, they were working on a publicity photo shoot. And again, this is like the twenties and this is in the era of silent movies and the kind of silent movies he did. There were things like, you know, woman tied to the train tracks kind of stuff. So he was goofing around with the photographers and he thought it would be really funny to take this prop bomb that he had. And it was like one of those Bugs Bunny cartoony, like Acme Industries, you know, round bombs that said like TNT on it with like a big string hanging off of it. It looked super fake. Mm -hmm. And he says, oh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to light this, I'm going to light this and I'm going to light a cigarette on it. Right. Well, it was a real fucking bomb. (laughs) Well, then he's stupid. No, he's not stupid. Yes, he is. He's not stupid. The prop guys 
Who made a real bomb and made it look like a fake ass bomb? You don't fuck around with things on movie sets. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I mean, this is the you ever hear of Bruce Lee before. I mean, nobody does it any. Nobody. Bruce Lee. Maybe Bruce Lee learned his, his son. Well, okay, but that happened Brandon, way you, after. It doesn't matter. You don't fuck with things on movie sets. <laughs> you never know what's real and fake. Don't do that. You hearing? You hearing this, yes. Harold Lloyd? Shout out to Harold Lloyd. Don't do that, Harold Lloyd. Well, he did it. I know he did. And it exploded. And it blew up in his face, and he had injuries to his chest and his face, and he almost lost his sight and his hearing, and he lost his thumb and forefinger. So he couldn't do that anymore. Exactly. That would suck. Yeah. Well, but what was cool that they did afterwards was they made him this really hip um, prosthetic hand kind of a glove really with prosthetic fingers in it that he would wear for the rest of his career. And when he's hanging in that sequence where he's hanging from the clock uh, hands, he is wearing his prosthetic gloves. Awesome. He had already had that accident. So there you have it. Harold Lloyd. Hmm. Yeah. And his little, uh, I would say misadventure, <laughs> but Richard would say stupidity because yes, he's not, as, he's not as generous as I am. No. He's kind of mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah so and i wrote a lot more about this apparently <laughs> i wrote a whole biography on him because i was used to doing the the uh i was used to doing the format of a long form episode so i got a little i got a little carried away on my break today um so thinking of that story hun can you think of somebody else in hollywood who uh famous person who maybe had to compensate for a missing digit that we all know and love? Yeah, I know you Mr. know the story. Yeah, Mr. Doohan. Give me something harder next time. I mean, I wasn't really quizzing you. I was just kind of prompting you because oh, okay. I know you know the story. I do. He lost it in World War II. Yeah. How did he... Do, how did? Uh, how did he... Uh... He was one of the Canadian troops that stormed Juno Beach. Right. And got shot off. And that was, on, that was on D-Day. Thumb or his finger. Actually, it was his middle finger. Middle finger. Yeah. And um, did you know that he was shot six times? Yep. And one of the bullets actually went into his cigarette case yep, and that was given life. to him and saved his life. Yeah. But he, he took six bullets. It's amazing. Yeah, that was Scotty, man. I know it was Scotty. But I, I, I gave you that, honey, so that you could tell the story. Yeah. So that you could be my co-host. And I am being your co-host. I know you are. That's why I, okay. I did that. Oh, tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah so now we've got all right so now we got two facts we're doing well we're doing really well folks um so who's next let's see how about james cameron you like james cameron you know you know quite a bit of trivia about james cameron i know that we watched a documentary uh or he he's broken some records as far as uh, he's deep. dived deeper than any other human on the planet into the marianas trench and it's still the record right it's as still a, the record yeah. That's pretty sweet. And he, he, uh, I forget what it was. It was something like 36 or 37,000 feet, something like he went down really deep. It and a big documentary about it. yeah, it was good. And he, he had a hand in designing the vehicle that actually went in there too, right? And he designed all the, helped design all the, uh, underwater gear for the abyss as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. That's really cool. See, a lot of people don't give him much credit. Because he's actually he's really hands—he's really, really, really hands-on. As a matter of fact, he's so hands-on. Did you know that in the movie Titanic, all those drawings in Jack's—he yeah, did, did all of them, including the 
Draw me like one of your French girls drawing. Yeah. That's our next trivia. Well, they do. We have French listeners, and we That's love okay. them. Shout out to hey. our French listeners. We love you. Caring is caring. You know what? Listen, tater tots, just going to let you know, I don't shave my underarms either most of the time. I don't shave mine. So well, of course you don't. Me. No, of I course. Hair. Hair Who cares? It's fine. It's all good. So, uh, poor Kate Winslet. She um, she actually had a little bit of a hard time with that picture because, like, of course, she became very famous, and she was she had been doing things before that film, but after that film, like everybody knew who she was, and so she's always like for years, people crowd around her whenever she's somewhere, and they want her to sign things, but she says that. She never signs that picture if somebody gives it to her to sign. Wow. I don't know. She just didn't want to. She didn't want to be associated with like a nude picture of herself yeah. that was drawn She's for the rest of her life. It. She's a lovely woman. She, she is. Embrace it. Yeah. Well, she didn't feel like embracing well, it. That's her choice. That's her loss. It's her choice. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, she's. I mean, she's still proud of the film, and she's still proud of everything she's done, and she's still she's proud. Too of badly it. I knew movie. it. I knew it. Tater tots. I've told you this before. Tater tots. He really, 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 really hates Leonardo DiCaprio. I, hate, I just strongly dislike. You. You called him DiCaprio. That's his name. No, it isn't. It is. No, it Translated actually isn't. From Italian over to English, it translates to DiCaprio. Oh my God, he sucks. I'm pretty sure DiCaprio doesn't. Translate into that. sucks. That's, that's fine. Oh, actually, on a side note, did you know that my maiden name translates into snot? That completely. <laughs> Snotty. <laughs> yes. That's not cool. Wow. My daughter told me this, and I laughed. And so I thought, I think my dad would like this fact. And he goes, uh, I don't think I'm going to tell my brothers and sisters. <laughs> <Well, laughs> Mucus. <laughs> Lynette Mucus. Yeah, that's me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, and so that original sketch, the one that Cameron drew, um, it actually sold in 2011 at auction for sixteen thousand dollars. Well, yeah, I don't doubt it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't think James Cameron is hurting for money right now. No. I think he's okay. I mean, I'd like to think that he probably gave it to charity or something. Yeah, he's a good dude. He is he's a good dude. He's hard to work for, from what I understand, but he's a good dude. Yeah, but you know what? You hear all these things about directors being hard to work for, and some of them, like, are assholes. And he's not an asshole. He's just results-driven. Yeah, and everybody who is in charge of something at some point in their day, somebody thinks they're being an asshole. But, the, I mean, the whole point of it is, like, you're in charge. Sometimes you just have to be business-like and be like, I want you to do it this way because yeah. this is the way I want you to do it. You work for me. So I don't really – I really take a lot of that with a grain of salt. Kubrick was an asshole. Kubrick, Hands yeah. Down. Well, yeah, he was. But he was, like, one of those genius assholes that everybody's like, well, he's a genius. So, yeah. I mean, I love his stuff. Oh, his movies are great, but many people that have worked with him have talked about what a prick he is. Oh, about Shelley? He's not a writer. No. What about Shelley – yeah, well, she was nuts already. I don't know that she... And we don't use that word, but I... She was psychologically challenged. She she had psychological problems before, yes. but afterwards she really had trouble. Well, yeah. Like... You would typically do 115 takes of somebody bursting through the door with an axe. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I yeah. don't like that. And didn't he also... Didn't, didn't he also, like, make children scare? Or was that somebody else? There's another director who would, like, scream at children. He might have. I wouldn't be surprised, but that's like a directory thing. Um, so yeah, we got there. So 
<laughs> Listen, this is a different format than what I'm used to. It's all right. I'm getting there. I'm doing it. We're doing trivia. Okay, next fact. Wizard of Oz. I'm not going to talk about the thing that you think I'm going to talk about with the Wizard of Oz because, like, my dudes, that's not a person hanging themselves. It's a big bird that is just like spreading its wings for a second. And it's, uh -huh. it is, I watched it. And okay. I watched it zoomed and frame by frame. It's like a, it's a crane. Uh -huh. They had animals on the set and it was a crane. Crane climbed up a ladder. No, it's a very large bird <laughs> and it was, it was preening itself and then it it's flexed so its wings and it looked for a second. Everybody has this imagination. People see patterns they want to see. And they thought it was a person hanging. Nobody was climbing up a ladder. There was no ladder. Okay. I'll goddamn show it to you. I don't want to goddamn see it. <laughs> but what I am going to talk about in The Wizard of Oz was, um, you remember the scene with the poppies? I've seen The Wizard of Oz maybe twice in my life since that one. Okay, so there's a scene where, like, the Bad Witch is trying to defeat Dorothy. And so Dorothy has to, just to follow the yellow brick road, and part of the yellow brick road is obscured by this big field of poppies. Big red poppies. And so they're walking through the poppies and they're like, la, 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 la. And they're all happy. And then they start to get sleepy and then they can't go anymore. And then they're like, I'm sorry, I just can't do this anymore. And then they just lay down and go to sleep. Yeah, and the witch right, and the witch is like, poppies, poppies. And she puts a spell on them and makes them sleep. And kind of like, it's implied that she's going to kill them. So then the good witch has her own little crystal ball. And she magics some snow on them which will break the spell. So the snow starts falling on them and they all start waking up and then they skip along and continue their adventure. That snow was not snow because this was filmed in probably Burbank. Um, it was actually asbestos flakes. Oh, that's good stuff for you. <laughs> Just breathing all that in. Well, they didn't know. Yeah. I mean, well, actually they did. The companies that, that mined asbestos knew 100% that it was dangerous, but that's an episode. That's, that's another episode. So yeah, so asbestos. I mean, it was a different time. Tater tots. Like you said, they probably thought it was fine. A lot of people thought it was fine. If they didn't think it was fine, they just did it anyway because this well, was Hollywood. Smoking used to be healthy, so. That's true, yes. Uh, four out of five doctors recommend And they used smoking. to give little kids codeine to put them to sleep, so yeah, there you and, go. Yeah, and morphine and heroin and yeah, all kinds of other things. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. And arsenic was good for your blood. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> arsenic was good for your wallpaper. Yeah, it's good for everything. <laughs> Different time. Um, so other things about the Wizard of Oz. So Jack Haley, he was famous for playing, playing the Tin Man. Um, so originally the part was going to be um, Buddy Ebsen. He was another famous singer and he was in a lot of movies at the time. Um, and before Buddy Ebsen, Ray Bolger was going to be the Tin Man. They offered him the part. And Ray Bolger is like... No, I'm not a tin man. I want to be, I'm, I'm a movement actor. I, I like, I'm more fluid. I want to be the scarecrow because Ray Bolger, his idol had played the scarecrow in the play in like 1902. So he was like, I want to be the scarecrow. So they made Ray Bolger the scarecrow and they made Buddy Ebsen the tin man. So what happened was the makeup that they used was like a powder based aluminum makeup for the tin man. And just a little bit into rehearsals, Buddy Ebsen started like, wheezing and getting short of breath and then having a really hard time. <laughs> and they actually, he actually got put into the hospital. Kind of like the chicken gold member. Yeah. I haven't really seen that in a long time. Well, she, they talked about it on Mythbusters. They did the myth busting because she, Oh, you're talking about gold finger, gold finger. Yes. Yeah. But that's a myth. But yes, that, the, the character 
She got sick from having the, the gold paint on. It doesn't oh, let yeah. your skin breathe. Yeah, but it, it won't kill you, though, because you actually don't get oxygen through your skin, I don't think. But, yeah, she, she would have been sick. She could have had toxicity from the paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he they didn't actually believe him at first. <laughs> um, but they eventually, like, they eventually said, well, okay, fine. He's like, I'm not going to do it. They finally relented. And they cast Jack Haley in the part. And they also changed the makeup a little bit. They used a paste instead of a powder for the aluminum, which still wasn't great. I mean, this is like the 30s anyway, that like things were toxic. Jack Haley got a really bad eye infection <laughs> from the aluminum paste. Did not learn anything. <laughs> but he didn't get lung problems. No. Um, but yeah. And also like, so like I said before, it was during rehearsals and if you watch the wizard of Oz in some of the choruses of like, you know, we're off to see the wizard. You can hear buddy, buddy Ebsen singing instead of Jack Haley hmm. because he had recorded some of the audio. Okay. So that's pretty interesting. And Ebsen claimed to have had lung issues for the rest of his life uh, because of, as he called it, that darn movie. Yeah. In my <laughs> that darn movie. So, but yeah, so there's The Wizard of Oz. We'll have to watch that soon if you haven't seen it in a long time. It actually holds up pretty well. Yeah. It's not bad. We'll I, see. I know, it's a musical. But you know what's interesting, though, is that it's less of a musical than the play was. Yeah. There's a there's a lot more musical numbers in the play. True. Like, really dumb ones, too. Tater <laughs> yeah. Tots. Like, I was in the play of The Wizard of Oz when I was in high school, and some of those songs are so stupid. <laughs> But anyway, I mean, like, I don't want to like, and also like the play is nothing. The play and the movie are different, but also the play and the movie and the books are all totally different. Like, I highly recommend you read the, um, the Oz books because they're crazy. They're like all kinds of wacky stuff happens in them. Really cool adventures. And it's not just that part about Dorothy and going to Oz and then going back home and all that stuff. That's only like one teeny tiny little story. There are, like, tons of other things. There's, like, a a guy with a head that's a pumpkin, and there's, like, all kinds of emphasis on all the queens. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't need... Hey, we don't need to talk about him anymore. He gone. He'll never be gone. Yeah, well, he'll be somewhere. Yeah. He just won't be... Actually, he's in our state. Yeah, I know, but they want him out. Do they? I was watching earlier that people are paying planes to fly by with the banners that say you're the worst president ever. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> this is not a political podcast, Dater Tots. But, no, it's not. Uh, let's continue. Yeah, let's continue. Um, did you know that the green lettering you see in the in the uh, computer screens in the Matrix is text from a sushi cookbook? That I wouldn't doubt. Yeah. Because what if the machines got it wrong and everything tastes like chicken? That's true. But yeah, so the um, it was a production designer who wanted something that looked really cool. And he really liked Japanese lettering. So he grabbed his wife's uh, sushi cookbook and he like copied down the characters and he made it into that sort of crawling green. It does look cool. It is very cool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, It worked, you know. Uh, Let's see. Also, the, oh yeah, this one's a good one. The velociraptor noises in Jurassic Park. Did you ever hear about this one? I don't think so. Sounds like an ex-wife that recorded her. So one of the sounds that they used was like, you know, horses. uh, I think they got some of them from cows or something. Horses breathing. Well, no, you're thinking of uh, Twister, I think. Oh. Yeah. So horses breathing. 
and geese hissing. Yeah. But the main sound is actually turtles mating. That sounds about right. <laughs> that weird noise that turtles make when they mate. That's what the velociraptors uh, quote sound like in the Jurassic Park That's movies. Because cool. obviously, you know, nobody nobody could possibly know what they do sound like. Although, although I did read an article recently that they have generated the voice from uh, an Egyptian pharaoh from ancient Egypt. They they sort of did it using MRIs and stuff, and CAT scans. Hmm. And they actually generated his voice, which I think is pretty cool. So I guess eventually, if they Does were... Does he have an English accent? No, because he's I mean, all Egypt. the movies, the pharaohs always had English accents. <laughs> That's true, because you That's know what? Sure. Well, and also in Rome, everybody had English accents. Yeah. Because they and were all... in Star Wars had British accents. Because so they were all British productions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know... Everybody in everybody in things that Americans pay for have American accents, or wow. they like you know, and then they hire British actors to play Americans, so because <laughs> the British ones are better. <laughs> Sorry, I am a Brit file. I am always biased towards Britain. Yes, you are. Shout out to my British listeners. I love you guys. I can see the numbers are going up. Thanks for listening. Keep listening. Um, okay, so another fact: the original script for ET. I don't know if you knew this. So the original script for E.T. was a lot more murdery and horror movie-ish than it turned out to be. So the original script was kind of like, it was a story about aliens that came down to Earth. And it was about this family that was dealing with the crisis of these nasty aliens that could kill you just by, like, touching you with their finger. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, like, Spielberg was like, I really like the story, kind of. You know, I like some of the some of the scenes in it he liked. But he said, I'm really looking to do like more of a family friendly thing. So he, he reworked the script for E.T. But then he said, you know, some of the shit I like, some of this weird terrorizing a family stuff. I like this. So I'm going to hang on to this script. And he did. And he repurposed it for, can you guess what movie? It's not, not about aliens. Probably Jaws. Nope. Not about, uh, not about fish. But it is about a family that's terrorized by something. That I don't know. Poltergeist. God, Spielberg was involved in Poltergeist. Yeah. Didn't you, did you notice that like, actually I think Lucas, what, what must've been too, because the kids sheets were like star Wars sheets in Poltergeist. Yeah. A little bit of product placement. Yeah. I think both of those guys worked together in a lot of movies and I think that was one of them. Um, yeah. So Poltergeist, which is cool. And I'm not sure how long we've been recording. Cause I'm really bad at, uh, about 20 minutes. Looks like, yeah, about 30. So I think that's pretty good for a mini-sode. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give one more fact, and then I'm going to I'm gonna toss it over to you to see if you have any interesting things to say. But my last fact is not the best fact, but it was, you know, it was, I was on my break today, and I didn't have a lot of time, so I just wrote this down. Did you know that O.J. Simpson loose. was originally considered for the part of the Terminator? Yeah. You knew that? Yep, and John Claude John Claude Van Damme was considered for the role of the Predator. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of freaky shit out there. Nowadays, it would be Andy Circus because <laughs> Andy Circus does all of it. Well, I mean, the, the only thing that would have made O.J. Simpson wrong for the Terminator role is he would have had to wear the gloves, and they don't fit. <laughs> so it would have messed things up. I didn't say it was, but it's fast. <laughs> it's it fast. Arnold, Arnold rocks the gloves. I know. Yeah, but 
I tell you, they don't slip like up. I wrote That's a little, about right here. I wrote a little thing in my notes. Oh yeah. Which I don't think I figured you'd do. Yeah. I figured you'd do the voice. What Arnold? Yeah. What voice he wanted to hear? I just said cute Richards Arnold. Oh, it's like get to the chopper. <laughs> that one. Yeah. It's a bomb. Get out of there. That one. That was pretty good. Well, I've been watching Arnold for a long time. I know. I have tape. I love yeah. it. It's not a tuba. Yeah, you can just keep going with this forever. Boy George. They had to call him Girl they had to George. Call him Girl George. <laughs> yeah. That was actually one of my favorite lines yeah. in that movie because my dad used to actually don't, say don't that. Don't fuck with Commando. That's my jam. I remember Tater Tots, my dad, being in, being in the unfortunate role of being a father to teenagers during the 80s. Listen, and my sisters being super into that kind of stuff. And my one sister in particular used to dress like Boy George. And I'm sure my dad used to make that girl George joke a hundred times. Yeah. That's why when I watched it in Commando, I was like, aw, he's, he's being a dad. That's right. That's so cute. You know, speaking of dads, they should do, you know, they did Terminator 2 on this podcast I listened to called Wire Dads, which is highly recommended Tater Tots. You really need to, you really need to listen to that. Sarah Marshall is fantastic. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) That was awesome. My apologies. At least it wasn't me. Very often that. Yep. At least it wasn't me like when I spilled all the dr pepper all over the porch a couple episodes ago yep. <laughs> um so why your dads is a really good podcast where they watch movies that have even the tiniest dad themes in them and they talk about their feelings and stuff like that it's really cool and they did terminator 2 but i think i don't know why they haven't done commando yet because that is a huge dad theme in it. i mean let's write to them uh, they're gonna listen to us oh sure like Sarah Marshall and I are friends. I listen to her all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. of my pe- all of my podcasts that I listen to are my friends. Just like Tater Tots, you're you're my friend. That's how it works. That's how podcasts work. I don't know if you've noticed or not, but Arnold's a little bit long in the tooth now. Who are they going to get to play Arnold? No, they don't make movies. They talk about movies. Okay, I thought you were talking about doing an actual command. No, it's a podcast. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm with you now. Okay, you're with me now. Podcast is almost over. So tell me some so tell me some Hollywood trivia stuff that you really yeah. Okay, um, do you know that Michael J. Fox was not the original actor on Back to the Future? Yeah, it was Eric Stoltz, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I had a huge crush on Eric Stoltz. They had filmed, they were filming for five or six weeks before Michael J. Fox came in, and they had done about an hour, hour's worth of filming. They didn't really like it, right? They didn't like it, it wasn't working out, and Robert Zemeckis had to make the hard decision to get rid of Stoltz and bring Michael J. Fox in. And it worked out much better that way. Yes. And, you know, Stoltz is a really good actor, but I, I can see why he wouldn't be <laughs> right for that part. He just didn't. He's better know. with Tarantino kind of stuff. Well, his, you know, what's funny is that if he could have channeled his character from Pulp Fiction into Marty McFly, that would have been more dynamic. What, when he says, bring, don't bring a fucked up boot to my house? Come on. Well, because he had a lot of okay, energy. Right. He had that sort of like, he had that sort of I'm high kind of energy. And he had like this really funny way about him. Yeah, but Michael J. Fox is already getting into the shakes at that time. So it's hey, good. Uh, no, we're not going to talk. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. But Eric Stoltz, I think it, the, the thing about Eric Stoltz is that he became a good actor later. Because back at the time that Back to the Future came out, he was still quite young. 
And yeah. I think he ended up doing Mask anyway around that time, yeah. which was his breakout role, which he was fantastic in. But then he did like some like, you know, rom-coms, which were kind of like the acting in them was really cheesy. And they're the kind of thing that teenage girls love. Um, but beyond that, like they weren't like fine pieces of cinema or no. anything like that. But later he got really good. Like he was so good in that prequel show to um, Battlestar Galactica. I loved him in that so much. He was so good in that. You need to watch Battlestar Galactica. I know. I want a bunch of other stuff. I know. See, Tater Tots, you guys know that I do this to wifey all the time, where I say, oh, you need to watch this. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm totally going to watch it. Well, I do it to him, too. Forgetting that I work 60 to 70 hours a week as a hotel manager. Look, I've just got all this free time in the world to watch you know 5, what? Tater Tots, don't buy his line because he does watch things. We are on our fourth go around watching all the episodes of Top Gear right now. I'm on my fourth go around. Yeah, so you you have time to watch the entire 25 years of Top Gear over. And then also, how many times have we watched Passengers? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched it in a long time. How many times have we watched the Star Wars movie? How many times have we watched those documentaries about NASA? I don't know. How many times did you get up to pee last night? Would that have turned <laughs> Really? How many times I gotta watch QI? Hey, QI is yeah, wonderful. I know, because you try to sneak that shit in. You're trying to turn me British. You, <laughs> little by little, you're trying to turn me British. Britain is, you know, Britain is cool. That's fine. This is, a, this is not a. This is not a. This is not a podcast about which country is better, but Britain's totally better. Well, I'm German, so what do I care? Yeah, exactly. I mean. I can understand if you're German not really thinking that Britain is the best, but... I didn't attack Britain. <laughs> no, you didn't. Okay, good. I mean, sometimes... We all came over here at the end of the 18th century. We didn't even know what the hell war was. Sometimes you attack Britain to me. <laughs> but yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. No, we're not. Freya, you're not a co-host. This is not a podcast about Freya. No, it isn't. I kind of missed the food segment. Should we do a little... Um, should we do a little a little fake food segment about um, your favorite food? I mean, there's so many different favorites. We could talk about hey, tell tell me how you make your chili Frito pie. <laughs> Fritos, chili, microwave, sour cream, and sour cream. What about guacamole? If you have it, I would put some like shredded cheese on top of that. You're making it way too complex now. And then why don't you just take that whole thing and put it on a bed of lettuce? Oh my god, shut up. Okay. <laughs> No, the fact is you're supposed to enjoy eating 10,000 calories of fat and sugar and salt. You're not putting healthy shit in there. It's chips, sour cream, and chili. That's it. You know what they do? I saw it on Emeril Lagasse when I was, like, in my 20s. Um, yeah, and where's Emeril at now? He's Failure! Still, uh, okay, listen. Emeril Lagasse <laughs> is doing huge things right now. Yeah, including his... Never mind. Anyway. He he had a lot of... He had a big hand in restoring uh, New Orleans, actually. In all seriousness. Okay. Like, he, he did a lot for New Orleans. I was just trying to get a jabby insult in there. I didn't expect know, to turn a 20-minute conversation. I, well, I just, I know why you're jabbing at him, because he's from Massachusetts. Well, I have to jab at everything from Massachusetts. I know. Okay. Except for your boy. Which one? Your man crush. Which one? Bill Burr. Oh, well, yeah. He's not really my man crush. Oh, he's he so bro. is. You should hear how much he listens Dude, to Dude, because he's me. You want to be him. No, he has that same mentality. I want everybody to die. And that's how it He works. doesn't really think that way. He's a comedian. Oh, okay. He's got a nice wife ha- and we'll, nice kids. We'll just kids. leave it at this. He has my temper. Yeah, he has your temper. He has my temper. Yeah. 
But see, the thing is that he gets paid for his temper. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so, Tater Tots, how would you like to hear a brand new podcast with some of the same content as you've just heard over the last five minutes? Probably alienated all the Tater Tots. It's coming soon. And uh, there's going to be more information about that in the coming weeks. But uh, if you love Richard, please let us know. Please send us an email because he's going to be a fixture in the podcasting world very soon. And he's terrorizing the cat. <laughs> Darian, get, get down. You can't eat my food. You guys can't be co-hosts. I'm sorry. It's not going to work out. You know, you don't contribute to the conversation. It's, it's not how it's going to be. So did you have any other trivia that you wanted to share? Uh, no. Okay. No, we no, wanna... I don't think so. I mean, I could go on for years about this this stuff, but well, that's what I'm saying. So maybe we should maybe we should do a podcast about that. No, not. Okay, I think we will. Uh, let us know what you think, Tater Tots, because I think we got a winner here. Um, but anyways, thank you so much. I think it's gonna be. I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna do it here, honey. I think. It, I think we did an episode. We did a podcast. Yeah. Just in. Closing, I'll just say, uh, remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Actually, that quote is from two different movies. Now, don't care is the one that matters. Don't leave yet, because I have to close the episode. I'm not leaving. I'm sitting up. (laughs) Okay. All right, Tater Tots, thank you so much. I just want to thank my wonderful, significant other, Richard, for joining me on this episode. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Oh, he got scratched by the cat. He's distracted. Uh, Thank you, Tater Tots, again for continuing to lend us your ears. We super promise not to paint you with aluminum and throw asbestos flakes at you. My feed do the sharks. Maybe. That might be good. Yeah. Uh, Thanks to Dresden the Flamingo for our fantastic music. And, well, you can thank me for editing this podcast. (laughs) Because I'm going to learn how to do it. So, you know, listen, Tater Tots, if the sound is a little bit weird, it's my first time. Please be kind. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Sofa Spuds History. Our Twitter is at Spud Sofa. And our Patreon page is Sofa Spuds History. And please, please, please send us an email at sofaspudshistory at gmail.com. And if you like us, please spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. Tell that guy... Who's driving 20 miles an hour in front of you? To go back to New York and get the hell out of Florida? Yeah, right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> maybe, maybe just go back to wherever he comes yeah. from. Not necessarily New York, because I, I kind of like the New Yorkers. But there's another, there's another state that I won't mention that I'm not super happy about. But that's okay. Uh, yeah, so that'll about do it. And we're not going to do a teaser uh outro trivia fact because i didn't write one and so please stay tuned you may have another minisode coming or you may have another episode with wifey and wifey we've still got that uh we've still got a couple of episodes that need to be done so uh thank you again and bye tater dots bye 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 Hi. How you doing? I don't know. You tell me. You're doing very well. Really? Yeah. Don't fucking lie. I'm not lying. You're fucking lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. You're doing fine. No. Yeah. No, I want to kill somebody. Wait, who do you want to kill? Anybody, really. Freya really wants to be a podcaster. She's like hard up. Fucking Freya. 
I will root in the litter box for 45 minutes. It's buried. It's buried. Get the fuck out of there. Good night.